Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Maeve Marsden and welcome to Queer Stories, the podcast for the LGBTQI plus storytelling night I host and program. Queer Stories events happen regularly in Sydney, Brisbane and Melbourne, and I'm also now hosting them in regional towns. If you enjoy these stories, please rate, review and subscribe to the podcast and consider buying a copy of the Queer Stories book, a collection of 26 of the stories edited by me and published by Hachette. I'm really proud of this collection and I hope you enjoy it too. Ginger Valentine is a writer, a podcaster and a pop culture commentator. They feature in the Queer Stories book and also earlier on this podcast. They've got their own podcast, Common Sense with Bert Franklap. Check it out. Uh, yes, uh, my name is indeed Ginger Valentine. Uh, and if you're wondering how I came to be in possession of such a fantastic name, uh, listen closely to my story. I made it up. It is uh, 100% fiction. Uh, Ginger, you've probably guessed for the people who are not on the podcast recording, based on my hair, it's pretty obvious, uh, which bled into every screen name and online identity for the better part of 10 years, and Valentine because it sounded cool after Ginger. Uh, There's nothing more complicated than that. But I'm leaving out a few key details uh, when I say that. Names are sticky. Uh, They have an inertia to them. they stick by consensus, and getting that kind of consensus when you're more than a few days old is tricky. And you don't have a lot of luck getting it when you're a few days old, but you know, your parents do that for you. Parents are proud of the names they give you, and maybe a little bit hurt when you, when you pass up the gift that they think they gave you when you were born. Uh, but like something else that was handed to me at birth, uh, my name never really quite fit me, uh, and I've been looking for something more me ever since. I don't know why it took me so long, though. Uh, I remember being quite young. I was in kindergarten when I realised I hated my birth name. Uh, doing the kindergarten icebreakers where you'd go around the room, sit in a circle, and then clap out the syllables to everyone's names. So you'd go around and go, Samantha, Elizabeth. And then would come my birth name, a single awkward syllable that sounded like a thud of a pigeon hitting a classroom window. <laughs> my kindergarten teacher was a lovely, gentle, beautiful soul named Mrs. Alliburton, who tried to stretch it into two syllables, um, but even at five I was acutely conscious of being uh, patronised. <laughs> if that sounds like a thin reason to hate your name, it is. It's a very thin reason. Uh, those sort of observable things are easy to point to, but they're not really the whole truth. Uh, and it took me a while to articulate what that truth was. Smash cut from kindergarten to 2014. Uh, when I moved to Melbourne, got a cancer diagnosis, I'm fine, uh, and found out that I was going to be a parent within the space of about two months. Uh, in the middle of that, my brain thought, not enough on your plate, uh, and decided to introduce the wonderful world of dysphoria. Uh, so I grappled with that, and in processing that, I realised, uh, not in a thundering epiphany, but in a slow, small series of realisations, uh, that my name didn't fit me because it's a boy's name, and I'm not a boy. 
Now, we can talk about the arbitrary and ridiculous nature of gendered names uh, afterwards, if you'd like. Uh, but it made sense, understanding that my name was promising something that I don't think I was delivering, that didn't fit me. It set an expectation that I couldn't live up to. It's a bit like ordering a Coke and getting a Pepsi. Once I'd cracked that, though, uh, my new name, my better branded name, uh, I tried it, you know, it was time to take it out into the broader community. I tried it with my partner and a few friends for a little while. Uh, and when that seemed to stick, uh, I had to, you know, tell people. Uh, but thank God for social media, uh, because I don't know how I would have done it if I'd had to tell everyone individually, like it would have been in the pre-internet days. Uh, I, uh, you know, there, there is a, a huge amount of vulnerability in that conversation that I am extremely bad with. Uh, and I'm also bad with asking people to do things for me. Uh, like when I was a kid and I would have nightmares, uh, I would go into my parents' room, as kids do, seeking comfort and not wanting to wake my parents. Uh, I would lay on the quilt that had fallen off their bed and just sleep there. In... <laughs> I didn't expect that off. It's just an observation about me, and it hasn't really changed in the 30-odd years uh, ever since. I don't sleep on my parents' quilt on the floor, like <laughs> the mentality is what I'm talking about. But social media made it a bit more easy. I could hit a lot of targets, get the message out there, and absorb, uh, absolve myself of a little bit of that uh, difficult conversation. It's not to say that I wasn't quite... Uh, I wasn't quite comfortable doing it. I was still quite on edge when it came time to, to declare to the world that my name was and would be Ginger. Uh, I thought it was pretty safe uh, living in my happy little lefty green bubble. Uh, but I think probably a lot of people in this room know that friends can disappoint you. So uh, I was scared. But the good news is that uh, everyone from my grandparents to my work colleagues took it in stride, barely noticed a ripple. Uh, so I've been living as Ginger Valentine for a couple of months now, full time, uh, only code switching a little bit when I have to deal with phone bills or anything else that needs my legal name. Uh, like when my partner emailed our real estate agent and used my birth name because that's on the lease. Uh, it, it was a beat there, quite a pleasant beat really, where I realized that, oh, that, that was me. It's me they're talking about. But even though changing a name is it is a big thing, it is a big change to make. It's not the life-changing experience that I think a lot of people thought it would be. Uh, after I said on Facebook what my name would be and that I wanted it to be this permanently, my dad sent me a message asking if it you know, had been everything that I hoped for. Uh, I think he sort of imagined it as uh, a, a race that I had come to the end of or a mission accomplished, when really it's anything but. It, it's not an ending at all. Uh, it's, a, it's an ongoing process. There's a thousand small changes that I've made from my name to my pronouns to my hair to wearing a dress uh, that are all parts of figuring out who I am and what I am. I, as I do this puzzle and try and figure out you know, who I want to be, who I will be, who I might have been, uh, I'm slowly getting there. I'm slowly figuring out... I don't know what I'm figuring out. I'm figuring it out. But there is a bit of progress. It's not always forward progress. Um, there is still the tendency to grip my teeth and let it slide when someone misgenders me, um, to hide behind the presumption of maleness when it makes me feel safer. 
Uh, and also just telling people that I hated my name and leaving it at that when they ask, rather than going into all the gory details and introducing gender theory to my 75-year-old colleague. <laughs> but as I go through those processes, uh, I start putting that puzzle together and I only just figured out that I'm doing a puzzle. Uh, I only figured out there was something to solve just recently. So I, I don't know what the box looks like, I don't know what I'm doing, but every little change, including my name, uh, gets me a little bit closer to, realize, to finding the person that I might have been, or might still be, uh, if it wasn't for all this fucking patriarchy. That's me. Thanks, folks. Thanks for listening. For tickets and dates, follow Queer Stories on Facebook. And for late-night ramblings and pictures of my dog, Frank, follow Maeve Marsden on Twitter. For discount tickets to my shows, as well as other perks, become a supporter of my work on crowdfunding platform Patreon for as little as $4 per month. Check out MaeveMarsden.com for more information. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.